God is not limited. We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Hello again, everyone. Thank you for joining me for Bible Time. I really feel like it's time, not that anybody's really going to listen, but it's time to set the record straight on which Bible version to read. There are many people in this world, and it just, honestly, it kind of blows my mind. They will tell you that you should only read, well, this one's a little bit, if you're watching on the video, it's a little bit um, worn out from, it's old, King James Version. King James Version only is KJV only That's the only Bible version you should ever read. Why? Well, they've got all kinds of reasons why. Just as Mormons have reasons why Joseph Smith is right, just why Presbyterians have reasons why John Calvin was right, just for the same reasons that Methodists say John Wesley was right, for the way the Quakers and the Friends say that George Fox was right, and it goes on and on and on. So, who's right? Well, I want to give you three reasons why you should not just stick to one version of the Bible. Unless it works well for you, and that's fine. But I'm going to add a fourth reason, and the fourth reason is that God has given us freedom. And that freedom comes with choice. And that choice comes with, if you want to read the King James Version only, that's fine. Do it. If you want to read a different version, ESV, NASB, NIV, and only those, that's fine too. But please do not force it down someone else's throat. You're only going to cause confusion. And that leads me to reason number three, religion. When we say that you must do this, you must do that, you can only read this, you should only, this is the only version you should read, you are just at the beck and call of the spirit of religion. And you are going to cause harm and confusion for a lot of people. And that's not a good thing. So that's the third reason why we should not say King James Version only. It's because it just invites the spirit of religion in. The second reason, and by the way, I'm going from 4-3-2-1 order. The second reason is because the it is written in English. It's written in English. Okay? The Bible was written first in Hebrew, then in Aramaic and Greek in the New Testament. And then we could even throw Latin in there with the Septuagint. So unless you're reading the Bible in Hebrew, Greek, or Latin, you're really not getting the exact message. You're getting an interpretation, albeit a very good interpretation, I believe, in a lot of cases, except for the King James Version. And I'll get to that in my first reason. And even the King James Version, except for this one place. But you are getting a translation of the original text. I don't know a lot of people that read Hebrew or Greek or Latin. There are some sure. But unless you read it in those languages, you're not getting the true meaning. This is English. English didn't exist when the, these when the Bible was written. English is a newer language. 
So you can't say that the King James Version, oh, well, it was translated from the Septuagint, and okay, I understand that, or the Latin Vulgate, or whatever it may be. I get it, and it's a good translation. I'm not saying that. It's not. But I'm not, I am saying that it shouldn't be jammed down our throats as the only translation. I read King James. I don't really understand a lot of it. And I know you're going to come back with the these and the thous are very particular instead of saying, you go here. And I'm speaking to a crowd of people, five people, okay? And I say, you come with me or you go here. Who am I talking to? Thee go here, thou go there. I understand your, your reasoning for saying King James only. But what I'm saying is religion. What I'm saying is it's English. And the first reason that I'm saying that is Acts 12.4. This one burns me up more than any. This is why it's my number one reason why I will never tell anybody King James only. This, as you see, is the King James Version of the Bible. This is Acts chapter 12, verse 4. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Okay, that's King James Version. This is the New King James Version. Um, New King James Version, I don't remember what year it was written, but this is Acts chapter 12, verse 4. So when he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending him to bring before the people after Passover. Did you catch that difference? After Easter after Passover. Let me tell you right now that Easter and Passover are not the same thing. Easter is a pagan holiday of which the Christians have taken the name and used it for the resurrection. Okay, so to a Christian, Easter means the resurrection, Sunday. But to a pagan, Easter is a festival of the goddess Ishtar. Okay, so you're telling me that we should only read the King James Version when they used the word Easter. You know what that word is in Greek? Pesach. Pesach. You know what Pesach is? Passover. They fixed it in the New King James Version. Back in 1611, all the pol politics that were going on in 1611 when the King James Version was written for the king... They wanted to do away with all those nasty Jews and their Passover, so they used the word Easter because Christians had adopted the term Easter. So you try to tell me that the King James Version is the only true to the Word of God, but yet they can't get the most important word right. No. No. They fixed it in the New King James Version. They fixed it. It's Pesach. It's Passover. They intended to bring him after Passover. So if you want to read just the King James Version only, that's fine. You're not going to get any argument from me. But don't you dare come at me telling me it's the only authoritative English version of the Bible. That is, to use a, a common word, baloney. It's baloney. It's, it's ridiculous. And I won't listen to your arguments because I know your arguments and I know they're wrong. Now, I'm not trying to be religious. I'm not telling you which Bible to use. I prefer 
the English Standard Version or the NASB, New American Standard Bible, because they are closest to the actual words in interpretation. They don't get any transliteration. Well, they, I mean, they do do. It's, it's a translation, and there is transliteration, but they're as close to the original as you're going to get. King James is pretty close. Yeah, sure. I don't deny that, except for Acts 12.4. You guys can't. Nobody can seem to give me an argument for that one. So, sorry for my rant today, but that's something I'm very passionate about. NIV, NLT. NLT has some issues because it's a transliteration, but it's good. It's easy to understand. It all depends on where you're coming from and where you are in your walk with God. If you really want an easy to understand English version, use the NLT, New Living Translation, or the older um, Good News Bible is what it used to be called. You know, those are good Bibles to use. The message is a perfect Bible to use for understanding in modern day English. NIVs, okay. But NASB, ESV, sometimes a little bit harder to understand because of the words they use, but they're true to the Hebrew and Greek. But it doesn't matter. Read the Bible, listen to the Bible. I don't care how you do it. Just get the Word of God in your life. It's going to make a difference. And if it's King James, fine. But that's not the only one. That's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you again all real soon. God bless.